Welcome back to the Time for Heroes podcast. Episode 42 of the podcast, Time for Heroes podcast. And this week I have Johnny and Paul of This Is War, a Liverpool rock band. Uh, so <laughs> it's no getting found, mate, but Paul's showing us a t shirt that he's wearing <laughs> anyway. This is war. Um, <laughs> so just go back to the start. What then, does it mean? Pardon? Sorry, what, what does it, John, Johnny, what does that t shirt retail at? I don't know, mate. Uh, I don't deal with that. <laughs> 20 quid. 20 quid for a This Is War t shirt. We'll direct you to the website at the end of the podcast. Everybody will be kicking about in them by the end of the bank holiday weekend. Why not? Right. I'm so, really poor, so. Right, guys, just uh, take us back to the start, kind of where you grew up, what, what life was like for you as young bucks. Who's, who's going first? Um, Johnny, you can go first and Johnny's from like a posh part. I, 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 I can't talk for myself, Paul. I can't, I can't answer my own question, mate. <laughs> there we go. Um, break right, break so, up at the bottom. Yeah, basically, I grew up um, in South Liverpool. Basically, uh, Beatles country, to be honest. Yeah, not far from um, not far from where the Beatles are from. I grew up in Gatiga, which is just on the well, and Walton as well. It's like the same postcode. So yeah, grew up in Gatica Walton. Um basically, yeah, went to Gatica Com School when I was a kid. It was uh, that was an experience like. Um just nice got scale. up to the usual stuff when we were kids, like skateboarding, BMXs. Um used to be like a track at the back of our house as well. Everyone called it the rally. And basically it was where we all hung around when we were kids. It's notorious the rally because it runs right the way through Liverpool. So it starts at like South Liverpool, ends up like towards like McGull ways. Well, it comes on the ev- everyone, everyone basically on ground on the rally. Um, right. So yeah, uh, I had a good childhood to be honest. Um, it was good. We were always in town on skateboards and uh, BMXs, and yeah, it was good. And music kicked in obviously when I was a bar properly when I was about thirteen, fourteen. Music properly kicked in. Um, started playing guitar. And yeah, just all went from there. Joined bands when I was sixteen, and um, was in bands from then on in. Really, what sort of music were you in early on? Early on, I was listening to Queen, and because um, it was basically, I was listening to what what I could find in 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 our house. Basically, like stuff that was lying around. Funnily enough, Queen, Neil Diamond, The Beatles. Um, and then, obviously, when I could get up, get off my ass and go and get my own stuff, I used to go to a, a shopping centre, Belleville Shopping Centre, and there was a, a Woolworths in there and a bit of an independent record shop, and I used to just, like, browse and pick my own stuff up. But started listening early on to, like, heavy bands like Iron Maiden, Sabbath, Ozzy, Metallica. Um, and then uh, got into stuff like The Police, um, and then the grunge scene came along. It was like Pearl Jam, Nirvana, all that mm-hmm. kind of vibe. So, yeah. And that's when you stopped listening to music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. Did you about yourself, Paul? Um, well, I was created in a genetic lab in an alien station that's just behind the moon, the dark side, but you can't see it. 
And uh, they, they landed me, weirdly enough, in Tubebrook in Liverpool, which I thought was odd, but, you know, whatever. Uh, so I grew up there, went to West Derby, played football, met girls. Uh, and my dad was, you know, very successful musician, um, signed to Decca Records and stuff like that in the 60s. And uh, just like like Johnny, like there was just instruments lying around. But, you know, that's all cool and stuff. Like loads of people of our era, that's what we did. Do you know what I mean? But then to have the passion to and the belief to say, you know what, I'm this is what I want to do. Do you know what I mean? You only have one life. Yeah. Like, let's keep doing it. I I believe that I can do it, and I don't mean being signed or nothing. I mean like just sounding good. So you were in a band as well, Black Velvets, before before this. So what was there other bands before that? Yeah, but you know, I mean, it's just like the Velvets. We had like a connection in that first album, but we we're never gonna make a second album. And I think with us, uh, this is what plclimited.com, UK, Global Network. Um, I've got that connection back, but it's like the the evolution of the songs is, is like, you know, beyond what I could have imagined, really, when I first turned up to sing, like. Right. So, what, Johnny, what was the... What was the status of the band? Did you have like the nucleus of the band and then Paul Paul joined or was it all you together at the once? Yeah, we, we had another band originally, but it didn't work out. Um we were working with Andy Metcalf for a bit, but it just never worked out. So we just carried Andy on Metcalf. playing. It was me, Mick. And who's Andy Metcalf? It was in Sound Down the Guns front. Yeah, Sound of the Guns, Andy Guns. McCarthy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking so about him on the Andy. podcast a couple of weeks ago. So you what, sorry? We were talking about him on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Grant and front man. Yeah, he's he's a he's a talent, but he just um it just didn't work out. He had stuff going on and couldn't commit. So basically, uh, me, Mick, Andy Williams, and Martin carried on playing and carried on writing music for any potential songwriters or people that might come in because we had nothing else to do. So we just thought we'll just fucking carry on. So. Stewie phoned me up one day out the blue and just said, um, Stewie, the manager who, who manages this as well, just phoned mm-hmm. me up out the blue and said, um, do you remember the band called the Black Velvets? I said, yeah, I do, yeah. I said, and I actually knew the singer's dad, but I didn't know the singer because, long story, but I ended up working, I'm a heating engineer, I ended up working for Paul's dad, got introduced to Paul's dad, and then my missus bought a fire off Paul's dad because... Paul's dad was. I used to sell fires at the top of posts like the sixties bands and stuff like that. He was a successful fire salesman. So, Breck Road, wasn't he? Yeah, John Breck Road. Yeah. So it was weird because, like, I I never forget. I got a job working for Paul's dad when I was. I, I used to work for British Gas, and um, I was an engineer. And I pulled up at this house one day, and went in. The guy was dead nice. Yeah, I had a cup of tea, lad. This, that, the other. So I was just working away, and he he got talking to me, and he was like, "What do you do?" Uh, outside the work, I said, Well, I play guitar and bands and that. And uh, he said, Oh, my lads in the band. I went, What band's that? He said, The Black Velvet. I was like, No way, I, I know who they are. He said, um, The playing with the Who tonight. I was like, Oh, that's amazing. I said, Are you going? He said, No, I'm, I won't be going. He said, um, <laughs> said, I can't get up there. But he said, Yeah, the playing with the Who. I said, That's brilliant. Just like, tell him I was asking this, that, the other. And then 
I mean, obviously, I was aware of the Black Velvets and what they did and, and this, that, the other. And then it was strange that, like, so many years later, Stewie phones me up and says, do you remember the Black Velvets? Paul Carden's not doing anything at the minute. Shall I try and get in touch with him? I was like, yeah, I remember them. He's a good singer. So, uh, yeah, have a go, have a crack. So, basically, he got in, managed to get in touch with Paul. And then next thing, we were all in a room together, jamming, and it just worked, really. So, yeah, we just knew it. It was like, after like two rehearsals, it was just working. So, we just cracked on. And it's just been like song after song after song, just a machine. It's an absolute machine, this band. I've never been in a band that's so productive. It's yeah. just like we've got songs stacking up now that we need to finish, but it's just it, like we could do with more time in rehearsals because it's just ridiculous. We're just putting out music like never before. I've never been in a band like this. We got wow. we got some belters in the second yeah. album, like serious belters, like yeah, we have yeah. Well, that's just, I mean, so according to Spotify, you start at the leasing music end of twenty twenty one. And to 2022. Yeah. So is that is that kind of when the band came together, or was there a, a few months beforehand? Um, yep. No, when I joined, um, it was like towards the end of like the COVID thing, but you still weren't meant to go out and stuff. I don't think we're going to get arrested, right. are we, Johnny? No. I think it was round about May 21 when Paul came in, or maybe April, April 21. And then we knew we, knew we had tunes uh, after, but probably by about, July, and yep. then we basically got in the studio. I think it was autumn, and then we mm-hmm. released just before Christmas. Right, and, and then that's just when you kick off. You kind of went on with releasing a single every month, which is yeah. yeah. Whose idea was that to kind of go that model? Because I've seen it quite a lot now, where bands seem to release singles more often rather than bringing out albums. Was that kind of the the plan for the start? Well, to be fair, it was um, Mick's idea initially, the other guitar player. Um, and, like, I totally agree with him because you were seeing all these, like, young punk bands coming out because obviously we're not young. But all these, like, on um, what's Alan McGee's label and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and they were all yeah. just releasing, like, what's it called, uh, 16 inches or something, or, like, little tiny, like, just like a single with yeah. a couple, like... So I was thinking, like, that's actually a good thing to do, but it's difficult. That's the thing. It's a it's better thing to do, but it's harder thing to do. Because, yeah. but we were writing like as we were writing, recording, releasing, writing, recording, releasing, and we're still doing that. I mean, we've been slightly put back by certain uh, issues, but I, like that's what we do in our practice. We have the first half we rehearse the set. Yeah, and then the second half is all about new material, right. and now now we've started rehearsing twice a week, so it's really come together. I think I, I think Johnny will agree, really. Yeah, um, as I said before, it's just it's a songwriting machine. This band, like, um, th- there's definitely not going to be any dr- any drought of, of tunes, not a chance. There's no way we're gonna like stop writing or get writer's block or whatever because someone has always got something. It's more um, like one of us is going to die before we run songs. Yeah, more than likely, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, the, the single a month thing is really good. Um, we've, we've sort of put that on the back burner for a little bit at the minute because of obviously what's going on with Bubble Brain and stuff like that. So 
we, we, that obviously we've had to do the, like the, the EP release and do it that way instead of doing a single a month. But doing a single a month keeps everyone on the toes, especially like um, our artist Donny, because he has right. to come up with the and he's Scottish by the way. He has to come up with the art every month for us to release a single a month. So it's I think he's he's a bit made as well. I, I think, think it's really sorry. good artwork. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's based in Dundee and um he's such a good lad, really good lad. Um he's a big crypto head as well, me and him. I like we chat about crypto every day and stuff like that. We're both into like uh-huh. Bitcoin and all that malarkey, so it's good. Yeah, I, I think the the thing with that as well, releasing a releasing a single a month as well, it keeps you in everybody's thoughts. Everybody's seen you or every month or something else released. So yeah, well, Stewie's Stewie's been Stewie's been burning the phone line dance, like getting in touch every month. There's like every month there's like a procedure where we have to obviously push this on all the internet radio stations and, and stuff like that. So Stewie burns the phone lines down as well with promo, basically. So it does, it keeps everyone on the toes. It's a good way of doing things. And I wouldn't mind getting back to it to be fair, but we'll see where we go. So these um songs that the singles I'm on for, obviously, is the majority of them been produced with Cy Jones for the Verve? All of them. All of Everything, them? Everything, yeah. So mm-hmm. how's things been working with him? He's, he's brilliant. Yeah, he's boss, yeah. Yeah, he's boss. Yeah. Um, I think I'm a better bass player, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's amazing. I mean, like, the Verve, they're like... Royalty, you know what? If one of the Verve got crowned, I'd watch it. Yeah, 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 definitely. I've listened to there's, there's quite a few bands out there now that that have got the Verve sound, and I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't describe yours as a Verve sound, but yeah, no. you've got a Verve guy. That's how versatile Simon is with it, with his recording and, his, and uh, any ideas he comes forward with. Um. He's he just... doesn't. Put, he doesn't put none of that onto us, does he? He just no. lets us play, sets up everything the way it sounds cool. Yeah, and then because no one mentions the Verve when we're in there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, now and again, I'll 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 start playing Lucky Man or something if we're waiting to record, and he just gives me a fucking horrible look, like shut <laughs> up. <laughs> but yeah, just a, just a bit of a piss take now and again. Yeah, but yeah, no one really talks about it. No one mentions it. And. How do you think the the sounds evolved from first single to obviously your latest EP? Do you think the sounds changed? I can hear differences for the the start to where he's are now. I think I think each song changes, um, and it's not a purposely done thing. It's not like we're trying to be different with every song. It's just the way it happens. It's like because we can write songs from so many different avenues, from a bass line to a guitar lick to a drum beat um, to a vocal melody. So um, I think the moment you start pigeonholing yourself, that's when you're in trouble. I do think as well, with, with every song, I listened to it on the way to work um, the other night, and every song gives... Every bit of the band, like every art, every 
guitar part, drums, bass, every, everything gets a bit of room to breathe. He's all got a, a wee moment to shine. So was that yeah. a conscious was that a conscious thing to kind of to give everybody their moment in the sun sort no. of thing? No, but I but I would say hang on Johnny, I would say that is the one thing that makes us makes it that's the closest thing we have to sounding like the verb. Mm-hmm. That space. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the right word, actually. Space. I gives gives everyone use a bit of space to do your own thing. Yeah. I mean, it's funny we call this as war, right? And it relates to us because we do we like to get things right when we're in, in practice room and sometimes, quite a lot of the time, it ends up being a bit like a war, doesn't it, Johnny? Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> so but, but we're, all, we're, all, we're all on the same boat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's, 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 big, there's big characters in every corner in the in the, in the prachy room, like, and um, yeah, it it does now and again. There's conflict, but it's in a good way. It it, it just gives you that edge. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's edge. It is, yeah. Most of the best bands were fucking killing each other. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. It's like I mean, obviously we're not at that stage, but. Uh, yeah, it's just, but at, at the end of the day, we're still here, we're still, we're, you know what I mean, we're getting on with it. So it's good, it works. I read somewhere that you've you've been releasing NFT music via NFTs or something. Yes. And how does that work? Yes. Because, I mean, this is a tricky situation. Okay, Johnny, so... Johnny, Johnny, is... Johnny, I'll take this. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is something that I mean, like obviously, like when I joined the band, like I'm 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 into crypto. Crypto's my thing. I love, I love the free. I mean, if you start with Bitcoin, I just love the freedom of Bitcoin and the fact that it takes the finance and the banking system out the hands of our masters, whoever they may be. Um, it's crypto is punk. It's like it's the most punk fucking thing out there. Um, so that aside. I love crypto, right? So basically what it was, obviously the NFT thing suck off massively. There's been quite a few people who've made money through NFTs and, and, and music's being released on NFT, artwork, etc. So I basically put it to the band and I got, I got at first, I won't lie, it was quite negative. It was like, no, nah, we're not getting involved in that, blah, blah, blah. But then Stewie went to them and said, listen, just let John do his own thing and let him mint these NFTs and just see how it goes. So... I mean, we're not breaking any records with it, do you know what I mean? But um, do it though, before news. Yeah, the fact that we've got our toe in that in that water is is good. And like um it, it something it has done, which I'm aware of, it's brought a whole new fan base onto us in respect of the NFT community with the blockchain that we use. So we use multivac blockchain because it's cheap, it's very fast, and it's easy to mint. So we've been minting through Epic Gallery, which is a gallery that's set up on top of Multivac. Um, so Multivac's based in Singapore. It's it's a blockchain that's built on Solidity, which is programming language that they use for Ethereum. It's very fast, very cheap. And it was just easy for me to mint on top of, of, of that blockchain. So all the fans of that blockchain have come over and they retweet our stuff and they love they love the music and we've sort of like embedded ourselves in that community, which is cool because it's another set of fans that we wouldn't have had ordinarily. So, so have you heard any other 
bands doing this. Well, um, Muse wasn't it? Said David the first. Yeah, Muse said David the first, but I'd already released like two NFTs before they even got there. Um, right. Because other bands doing it, but the majority of people who are releasing on NFT are either rap or dance or R and B, um, or there's 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 no like rock bands. We were like market. the. Isn't that for it? Massive yeah. It's huge. Yeah, we were the first. British rock band to mint on NFTs. I'm pretty sure of it. I did my own work and I couldn't find anyone that was doing it. But I've got that's my thing. I'm I'm a bit of a nerd with, with that kind of thing. So I, I put it to work and, and I did it. And yeah. um we release an NFT every couple of months. Um yeah. So so say for instance I were to buy like a, an NFT yourself, because I don't really understand it. I've seen how the football teams do stuff with it. But again, I don't understand it. So if yeah. I was buying an NFT, this is war piece of music. What is it that I'm getting? Okay, so the 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 first thing you'd have to do is set up a MetaMask wallet, mm-hmm. right? Which is a crypto wallet because that allows you to interact with the sites regarding NFTs. So basically, you need a wallet first to interact with with the the gallery. Then what you'd have to do is get yourself like a QCoin account, something like that. You'd have to go and buy some multivac, some MTV on QCoin. So once you've got that MTV, you can then transfer it from QCoin to your MetaMask wallet. Mm-hmm. But you'd have to do it on what we call a Binance. It's complicated, but you have to do it on the Binance Smart Chain. But there's, there's stuff there. Oh, he's, he'll be asleep in a minute in with this. So, I'm already happy. So, so what you've got to do, you've got to chant. You've you got to take you need coins to trade and then you buy it. Yeah. yeah. You can do that NFT is you get a artwork and you get a bit of the videos. Yeah, but it's it, it's not that simple. You've got to you've got to you've got to move the coin on a blockchain into your wallet, and then when it's in your wallet, you can connect connect up to the gallery. But before you do that, you've got to bridge it to a mainnet token via the multivac site. Yeah, it is. sounds complicated, but when you know, it's dead easy. It's dead yeah. easy to do. So you bridge it to mainnet token. You then connect your MetaMask up to epic gallery and then you can just buy our nfts and that's it it's the same with any if you bought nfts from i don't know muse you'd have to do exactly the same thing you'd have to move your your coins from the exchange or and connect up to say like OpenSea or something like that and then buy the nft with your wallet it's, what it's does exactly NFT stand for non-fungible token i knew that i knew that um i so <laughs> i saw that that's kind of uh, it's something different as well, and it's quite unique. That so again, that's something else that will kind of stand you up for the crowd. Obviously, recently you signed for Bubble Brain Records with Jim Dolan. So, how did that come about, and how's things going with with being on that label? It's yeah, I love Jimmy's boss. Like I text him all the time, I send him tunes and stuff like that, and um, he sends me stuff from like his days and playing. Because the authors were about when the Velvets were playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't cross paths or nothing, but, um, but yeah, he's a cool dude. So what's what's coming up then for the band the rest of the year? I see you are playing, is it next week you are playing Brighton for the Great Escape thing? The Great Escape, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's lots for us. We're playing lots of festivals and stuff. We're playing the Isle of Butte, which I can't wait to do. Uh-huh. You've got yeah, a couple of Scottish dates, haven't you? I've seen. 
Yeah, we oh. we got a couple of dates, but there's been a few issues with that. Like, but we're playing the art. We're playing the Bew Festival. Um, we're playing Darwin. Really... We're playing Darwin live on the 28th of May. That'll be good. Um, yeah, but we're we're working on. Um, yeah, I'll just let me say this, Johnny, and then you can tell them all the dates. Um, we're working on the second album really because the EP Rotten, uh, No Pressure. Both of them tunes were meant to be on the second album, were they? Right. Yeah. But then the label uh, were like, let's release, we want to, we've signed up to release an EP. And we were like, okay, well, let's take these two, two tunes and put them there. And then I had Waves of Love anyway that we'd played. Um, and then we had the two acoustic tunes. And we just kind of put it together like Frankenstein's Monster, didn't we? Really? Yeah, basically, yeah. Mm hmm. But that's what we're working on, really, the second album, um, and it's going really well. Right. So wait, when can we expect that? Uh, starting next year, maybe? Or? No, I'm not, I honestly think we could... It, well, it depends how we're going to release it. I'll be, you know, because, like Johnny said, I'd like to release it a single at a time again, so it right. could be sooner. Yeah, you I mean, it's definitely different. It has something to keep you... Keep everybody interested. That I really like that model. I love it. Yeah, I think it works. Really does work. It keeps the listening figures really high constantly as well, which I've noticed they don't drop off at all. Whereas when when we go back to the model of releasing like an EP collection of songs, you can see the listening figures drop off a little bit, and then they come back. I'd rather keep them up all the time. It looks looks better for those, obviously. In the modern age that we live in with fast like communications it's the only way to release mm. especially with, I mean everything's Spotify now as well and everything's yeah. going that way so my my best times on Spotify is I, uh, I work night shifts to see a Thursday Thursday night and Friday morning see when you get the new releases Um. so if you're if when, you're, when, when, every when, month you're getting a this is war uh, single every month that's brilliant yeah. you know what it's like it's like a magazine that you wait for and it says like build a Death Star and it gives you the parts every time on the magazine <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> it's yeah. a cliffhanger but, but it's expensive you get the hands in that the, the first mm. one costs one ninety nine, and then the, you go the next month and it's like a tenner cost you a fortune be then there ours is cheaper yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spotify take all our money. Yeah, that I mean that's it. That that's the the other thing. Then to see your gigs, obviously you start at the show be flashing that t-shirt. So obviously that's where you make the money for your gigs and your merchandise. Obviously, I so Johnny, you were going to tell us about what gigs you've got coming up, um, and where we can see you <laughs> and where we can buy your t-shirts. Yeah, I, well, the, t the, the link, uh, it's T-Mail that we use. So we can put the T-Mail link on the um, on the comments in the podcast, um, if possible. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just looking at the gigs now. So we're playing we're playing uh, Brighton for um, the... Oh, it's gone, it's gone out of my mind now, the festival that we're playing in Brighton, The Great Escape. So we're yeah. playing The Great Escape... Uh, and that is on the 11th of May, which is basically next th this Thursday coming. Um, and then after that, we did have some Scotland dates, but 
I think they've been cancelled because of commitments. Um, we couldn't, we can't make them, so we're not going to make them Scotland dates. Um, apparently, I'll I'll know more. Uh, I should have really had this information, but I don't. I, I think, <laughs> as far as I know, two of them are cancelled, but we, I think we have. Three, I think all three will have to be cancelled yeah. now, but I don't know. We'll yeah. find out more. Yeah, Glasgow, um, and they're cancelled because the base player, right? right. Yeah. Well, that, that's so right. Your base player left, then is your base player left? Yeah, just the last 24 no, hours. not that base player. The new, the new base player is a cobbler. Yeah. The old base player is <laughs> a, a, land, a pub landlord, but um, he couldn't, yeah, Jean Luca can't get the he can't get the time off. But we've got Darwin live on the 28th of May, which will be. That'll be amazing. That'll be a really good gig. That it's one of the biggest free festivals in Europe. So you realize it's not in Australia. Yeah, we're yeah, a bit Darwin. Darwin by Blackburn. It's like um, it's a, right. it's, it's like uh, by Blackburn around them ways. Really nice Lancashire. Could you say that's free entry for that as well? Yeah, it's free. Yeah, yeah. The view, the view, are headlining. Are they? Yeah, oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. 28th of May, did you say? Yeah, 28th of May, the viewer headline, and we're, we're on the main stage as well, apparently. So, yeah. That sounds, Come down. That sounds like a weekend, that, Yeah, it does, you know. It, it should be good. Hopefully the weather holds up, but... um. Yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds amazing. Right, That's the way around. Everybody get... Is it, what's it yeah. like? Is it, is it hilly and... Yes, yeah, it is, yeah. Geez. Full of what? Trees. Yeah. It's what like um, get a bit of oak, a bit of maple. Who knows? Uh <laughs> I think there's like a tower. It's got a tower, like an old tower down the hill, Darwin Tower. So um yeah, and then we've got some other gigs, but I'm not too sure. I haven't got them in my diary yet, but they'll be on the Twitter or the Facebook. Um nope. we're waiting for some to come in, I think. Some support possibly. So Keep your and we're playing. We're playing Butte Fest. We're playing Butte Fest as well. Yeah, which is got... the Isle of Butte. The Isle of Butte. That's yeah. the 20, so... 28, 29th and thirtieth. Um, I think we're on the Saturday, but it'll be on the poster anyway. Um, I think there's loads of people like oh, chopping logs around like that. That's July, by the way. Right. So where whereabouts can we find you then on your own Facebook, Instagram, or this? Yeah, um, you can get us on. Um, let me just get the. You can get us on Twitter at it. So it's at this is War Tunes, no spaces. Um, and the Facebook is let's just see. Um, let's see, uh, this is War. Hang on, no, where's that? Where's that? Trying to find the link. Yeah, jo- Johnny's our main information person, so you can imagine <laughs> what the band's like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to find the link. It's on. We're on Facebook anyway. This is Warband. So if you just type in "This is Warband," Facebook, I Instagram. I'll, I'll find all your links and I'll post them in the show notes. So everybody will see Brilliant. them. I'll get your email stuff and all that. I'll send. I'll post all that. That's amazing. Cheers, buddy. Um, what new tunes have you got? Well, but actually, before we go to that, I just wanted to say, obviously, the Rotten EP, see the acoustic version of Mona Lisa, it totally transforms the, the song. Yeah, it's it super. It's like a totally different song. 
It's well, actually, the funny thing is, Mick come to me with that guitar part, and the first thing I said to him was, and I sang with him before I come up with words and stuff like that, and the idea for Mona Lisa, I sang with him. And I was like, that could be a really good acoustic tune. And then we got it together in the practice room and it sounded great as an electric tune. Um, so we went with that. But then, you know, we were like scrapping around for tunes <laughs> to put on the EP. <laughs> and it totally works. Yeah, it really works. Yeah, yeah with we've that, um, amazing with feedback that, from that. With that influence, you're doing kind of more music acoustically. No, I, I I just think that was like honestly, I think we just started a, like it, we wouldn't fill something that we didn't think was good enough to be there, but it's just like an EP. An EP for us is a new thing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. With releasing a single a month, you don't have to worry about that. Like, and especially online, like you know, with the Velvets, we we'd have to write if we released a single, we'd have to write two. B sides, do you know what I mean? Uh huh. With every single, so you, you kind of like you get a bit of freedom with it. But um, it was great, you know. Cy brought his uh, twelve string acoustic, and it really lived it up. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, with that acoustic sound, but the, you know, we've got like Johnny said before, we've got so many tunes. It's like it's it, it's becoming like it sounds like you're bragging. But it's actually quite annoying, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim mentioned as well. You get have you got a rematch coming at the end of the month? What's the rematch of? Uh, it's a we. It's a remix of Waves of Love. Um, yeah. I've only I got sent it the other day. Yeah, uh, it's, and it's got lost in me messages, but it's quite cool. Like, yeah, it's um. Yeah. It's like a it's a dance version of Waves of Love, but it's yeah. like the end the end thing isn't completely confirmed. Right. But it's a good yeah. idea. I mean, every band does it. I did it with the Velvets. Like we we um got someone in to do a remix of um Get On Your Life and stuff like that. And it's cool. You know, it's a nice little sort of trying to get people who, you know, are into dance music in like not into rock and roll music, but like the fact that the two can live together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, uh, so that'll be good. Obviously, I'll try and we'll, we'll get the podcast out and we'll kind of promote the, the remix coming out as well. When, when is that coming out? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think for what Jim said, it's the end of the month or something. So yeah. we'll, we'll go with that. Eh? I've, uh, I've heard it. It's quite, it's quite cool. And um, yeah. I, bought, I don't know where it's coming out. I haven't heard anything else regarding that apart from actually when it was sent to my phone and I played that. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Quite cool. So I put yeah. it on my speaker, got the bass kick in. I was like, yeah, it's that. Yeah. And um, that's all I know. I don't know anything else. That's interesting because that isn't what you said to me. <laughs> what you <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's cool. cool. It's a great tune. I, Yo, the Waves of Love's the way it is like I think mine and Johnny's favorite track on the EP, mm -hmm. and we had to fight for it because like it was like no one really wanted to play it, did he? No, but it's so cool. Like I love that tune. Yeah, it, I love it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So, well, as a, 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 a genius, 
as I kind of <laughs> mentioned, kind of about your sound evolving, like what I got for, for listening to you the other night, right through, if you sounded kind of like classic rock to begin with, Aerosmith yeah. stuff like that, to the, the newer stuff sounds more indie, punk sort of stuff. Um, yeah. So is that, as you said with the newer songs, is that the way it's heading, do you think? or? I don't know. It's not a conscious thing. It's I think the moment you start thinking about it like that, you end up writing the same song over mm. and over again. Yeah. Mm. And so what has the songwriting process? Do you all kind of... Who's the, like the main songwriter? Is it yourself, Johnny? Or he's Johnny, Johnny's, no. Johnny's definitely <laughs> the main songwriter. No, it's... Paul, Paul's, Paul's the main songwriter. He'll, he'll come in with tunes. Um and um, I'm, to be honest, we all write. But An- Andy yeah. Williams, who's just left the band, he was quite um, prolific at coming up with like bass lines that we'd write songs with. Well, um, Ecstasy is one of his bass lines, which we love. Ecstasy is a belter, yeah. Um, so I'll come up with ideas and stuff, and we could use them. Or it just depends, really. Mick, Mick, Mick was did Mona with them. Yeah, Paul, which is really good, and nightclub, nightclub with me as well. Um, yeah, yeah, I wrote sugar with Paul. Um, yeah. you, and... you get onto this, you get a whose name keeps getting mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad looks yeah. really big on this screen, Paul. Not as big as yours, mate. <laughs> look up... As I said, the podcast got time for heroes, so I asked for yeah. four heroes to come for dinner, dead or alive. Okay. They can be anything you want, musicians, family, sports people. Yeah. Um, who's coming to dinner and why? And what are you cooking them? Okay, so um right, so first of all, it'd have to be John Squire. Um definitely John Squire. Just Stone Roses, amazing, big fan. Um he is no choice, it's just unbelievable. He finds the he finds the melody within the song and just for me, that's what it's all about. You know, it's like he's just fantastic. Uh, secondly, it would be um, Bill Murray. Right. Definitely Bill Murray because he's just amazing. I've grew up watching Bill Murray. Um, like my favorite film, like Ghostbusters. Um, I was a big, big fan of Groundhog Day, stuff like that. It's just he's fantastic. Uh, third would probably be. Mike McCready from Pearl Jam because it's just I was a massive Pearl Jam fan and I love his play and I love his like what he does is no choice stuff like that. Um, great guitarist. Um, he's still alive. So is John Squire actually. Um, <laughs> and then last of all, it'd probably be John Carpenter. Um, because like the thing was like a massive film for me. Um, right. and obviously you've got Big Trouble in Little China. They live. Um, he's just Carpenter's amazing, yeah. I'd, I'd have John Carpenter. I cook them. I don't know how to cook that well. I probably have to do them steak, or maybe like some sort of sea bass with sweet chili or something like that. I don't know. Right. Uh, I, I, get, I get my missus to cook for them. She's really good. <laughs> yeah. She 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 do it no problem. <laughs> That that's why I put that wee question in just to trick people, yeah. just to see how good they are at the 
the cookery. You'll know, you'll know Bill Ainsley Harry any time soon. No, definitely not, no. Yeah. My dad was a chef, and he was amazing, to be fair, but uh, I didn't carry that gene, so over right. to Paul. Right, Paul, what about yourself? What, at the dinner? How many people? Three? Four. Seems a bit much. That's like a party, isn't it? <laughs> well, it depends Who's how much booze you've got in as well, doesn't it? Am I buying all the food for this thing? Yeah. Okay. You can take right. it at the band account, though. You're joking, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what's in it. It's like it's like Solomon's Mines, our band account. There could be a million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you how much crypto we've got. <laughs> okay, four people, four people for dinner. Okay, first of all, I'd ask Johnny Roberts. Mm-hmm. Oh, cheers, bud. Nice one. Probably because you're always in ours and you fucking owe me one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Rob, I'd ask because the whole band had have to come, wouldn't he? And there'd be no. Lennon, John Lennon, and Bob Dylan have to wait outside. Can I? Is that? Can I leave that as well, me? Why don't, why don't you have um? Why don't you put? You can have the full band as one pack then. Okay, okay. So I've got three left. Uh huh. Okay, Eric Cantona. Mhm. That's about mental for a a, a guy from Liverpool picking a a Man United legend. Here we go. Yeah. It's Eric Cantona, though. Yeah, I know. I mean, I love Eric Cantona. I would have him as one of my heroes, to be fair, but I just didn't expect it for a guy with this accent. Well, I'm actually not from Liverpool. Right. Yeah. Explain. I moved, I moved like a soldier. I'm from space. The spacecraft <laughs> come down and, and dropped me off on Tubru. Mm. Uh, so Cantona... Oh, uh, Lily Savage and Chucky. Right, and what are you? Oh, fuck's sake. Ch- <laughs> Chucky, Chucky right. could help me chopping the veg. <laughs> um. <laughs> course, he's got a Chucky doll. yeah so yeah that's it really but like i said if the real answer is just on my own (laughs) um and what's the way he's cooking then see if it's just yourself is it just one of the ready meals then i would do i would cook uh fruit de mer do you know what that is no i was waiting on you explaining well, fruit is fruit. <laughs> Fruits of the sea. So, like uh, lobster, um, mussels, uh, langoustines, uh, anything like shellfish. I love like and it's dead easy to cook if you're gentle. I'm a good chef actually. I used to chef. Right. Quite a lot of musicians chef because it's a it's a creative thing. Mm-hmm. That's mm. understandable. I have got one last question. I, I trialed this. Um, I trialed this a couple of episodes ago. Um, I've not obviously I didn't give you a heads up about that. Um, 
if you had to get rid of one band member, oh, who would it be? Who would it be, and who would you replace them with? I think we've done now. Um, Can't I'd go get, there. I'm not going I'd, there. I'd get rid of me. I'd get rid of me <laughs> and replace replace me with me. <laughs> it's got the capacity to split a band up, Hannah. I don't know if it's the best question. Um, I, I think it's a really good question, but with us, I don't think it matters. That's the thing. It's like I could say, you know, Johnny's a pain, pain in the ass. We're all pain in the asses. We, but the one thing we wouldn't do, we know why we sound good. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes yeah. you don't get on with someone, but that, like, what's that got to do with music? Mm. Yeah, totally. So um, I, I, I would personally get rid of all of them, and then like somehow clone myself four more times. God no, that sounds like an absolute nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Jesus I think Christ. one's enough for you, Paul. To be fair, man. Oh, yeah. oh come on! <laughs> Stop talking uh, to me, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure having you join. It's really nice to speak to you. Um, and as I say, we'll... <laughs> I'm, I'm and you, it's an absolute pleasure speaking to you. And um, we'll watch it back and read the subtitles to understand what you were talking about. There's, no, there's going to be nothing to watch. It's audio only, mate. Yeah, it's audio only. We'll be fine. Um, yeah. I'd just like to say, if you can get to one of our gigs, get there. It's going to be a great show. We're on fire. And I just think you're going to have the best time of your life. Something I just want to say as well. Uh, You know, we're talking about that dinner party. If Mike McCready weren't available, um, (laughs) it, 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 it will be David Jason. Without the shadow of a doubt. In fact, Mike McCready can fucking swing. <laughs> Let's, get David J- Let's get David David Jason. John Squire can do one as well. Let's get Uncle Albus. <laughs> yeah, That's so, brilliant. So. Um, I will go with that then. I'm going to do a league table as well. See, we're on episode 42, so once I get to episode 50, I'm going to do a league table of everything that's been picked. And mental as it is, guys for Liverpool, you're probably the only ones that haven't picked John Lennon. I think every episode he gets picked. I did pick John Lennon, but I said he's outside the door. Yeah, you get Lennon and Dylan standing outside in the close. Anyway, thank you very much, guys. Uh, pleasure talking to you. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Time for Heroes podcast. If you would like to get in touch, the best way is on the Facebook page, Time for Heroes Podcast, or on Instagram at Time for Heroes Podcast, or Twitter at Time for Heroes P1, or drop me an email at Time for Heroes Pod at gmail.com. You'll find Time for Heroes on all podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple, Google and Amazon. Please leave a review where you can, share with others and more importantly, enjoy. Enjoy.